0: Hello! It has been such a long time. I've missed you all. Since my last recording, I've had an oophorectomy where they removed both of my ovaries and my fallopian tubes. I have officially recovered. I received a clean bill of healing health and can now run and have my 10-pound restriction removed as well. I had a promotion at work, too. I am now... Senior Merchandise Manager of Home and Apparel, and I had my goddaughter come stay with me for a week. Uh, she's 16, and I wanted her to experience um, some different career paths, such as a print designer, to see if she's had has any interest. And I can tell you it was really fun having a 16-year-old in the house. Um, I took her into the art museum, out for ice cream, um, to Good Market, which is a local store. Um, We went to Chick-fil-A, but mostly we just chatted about her favorite things, and I felt like we bonded on a higher level. And then I guess you can just say mostly I've been living. So after cancer diagnosis, um, I really do feel like this is truly a blessing, and I felt like I needed to record and share with you celebrate um, this special milestone as recently I had my nine-year cancerversary. I dubbed it on cloud nine because that's how I feel at this moment. Um, God is so good and I am living my best life. So I thought I would reflect on nine special moments and memories of this crazy and wild cancer journey. So number one, let's start with D-Day, Diagnosis Day. It was a Monday and it started with a phone call that made it official, and I was trying my best to make it through the workday because that prior Thursday I had a biopsy, which essentially turned into a lumpectomy, and I awoke to my breast cancer surgeon asking me to get my mom's records. And I had the whole weekend to process the likely news. I remember calling all those I loved to give them a heads up. Uh, I even joked, you know, jokingly, that, you know, oh, I might have the best boobs, you know, of a 90 year old, whatever, but I was really naive. And I think, you know, defense mechanism kicking in, um, overplaying, you know, the significance of what lay ahead. Um, so, so yeah, so I was officially at work and I got a phone call, um, late in the afternoon telling me I had cancer and that's where it all started. Um, so yeah, so that's number one. Number two, uh, one of my highlights of my cancer journey is throwing out the first pitch for the Chicago Cubs. If you've been following me at all on social media, I usually post something in honor of this every May. Um, It was truly a pivotal moment. It's kind of funny because it started with a phone call too. So I felt like I'd come full circle where my journey started with a phone call, but then one of these amazing, crazy, life-altering experiences somewhat like uh, Forrest Gump, also came with a phone call. So it was the hospital telling me that I had been selected to participate in a Chicago Cubs um, pinkout game. So of course I was all excited, um, but then they also uh, called me like a week or so later and said, asked me if I would like to throw out the first pitch for the Chicago Cubs. Uh, you have to understand my family which is like crazy sports family. If you are in the main room watching television growing up, you're watching sports. Uh, We live, eat, and breathe everything sports in my family. So this was a huge honor and a big memory. Um, And then my in-laws were, you know, a huge diehard long-term Chicago Cup fans along with my husband. So to have my husband, my in-laws there to experience this, along with some of my pink sisters, Um, It was it was so amazing to to have that experience. And then I I did practice a little bit. But being on that mound and throwing that pitch like I just knew it didn't matter, you know, if it was a strike, if it was a ball, you know, anything I had overcome. And it's hard to put into words, but it was such a memory and experience um, to be on that mound and to and to throw the pitch. Um, So, yeah, so that's number two. Uh, number three was meeting my friend Emily Garnett. So she was podcast host of The Intersection of Cancer and Life, uh, a huge advocate within the metastatic breast cancer world, and honestly, just one of my friends. And so she reached out to me about this podcast um, of all of us podcasters who were kind of pioneering in the times, um, uh, getting, you know, getting more voices out there for cancer and so she gathered us all together amidst her going through a bunch of treatments. I looked back recently and saw saw that it was delayed a few times because she was, you know, getting getting treatments and having um, some complications. And yet she pulled all of us together. Um, and that's just who she was. She was, she gathered people together. She was a force to be reckoned with. Just amazing in every single way. Uh, so So we had been friends through social media for some time and... I was in New York for work, and I just felt this pull that I needed to see her, and it actually worked out that she was getting treatment at Memorial Sloan when I was there for um, New York Market for work, and so I did have to leave, you know, work and appointments a little bit early. I, you know, got approval from my boss and um, my coworkers, and I walked up, you know, uptown to go see her, and it's just hard to explain, like to be in her sunshine, even for an hour or two, I got to meet her dad. It was really powerful. And she's just an amazing, amazing woman. And so it was truly one of the highlights of my cancer journey is meeting her and, you know, in whatever small way I can to carry a torch forward for her, um, to give people hope, um, to, you know, to, be an advocate for metastatic breast cancer to let those voices be heard is really powerful and really important to me. And then I, let's switch to a happier subject. Number four, um, my first week of year Bradley, there was an event called Tickle Pink and it, it feels somewhat, you know, um, you know, ironic or, um, what's the word I can, word fails me right now, but, um, just rather, interesting, I guess, that my very first week at work would be this event called Tickle Pink. And so um, on our site at Vera Bradley is the Vera Bradley Foundation. It's a different 5013C. It is, you know, a nonprofit. It was started by our founders who have um, a huge... interest in breast cancer research. So to work for a company that lives, eats, breathes, sleeps breast cancer the way that I do was really impactful and powerful for me in this next chapter of my career. Um, so they have this fun event in October um, where they gather people. It has unfortunately not been happening since um, since COVID happened, but it was really interesting that on my first week um, and, and some of my coworkers were volunteering their time to work at it. And I remember sharing um, with a a coworker, Kim, at the time that, you know, I had breast cancer and just her face and the shock and awe. Um, and I think making that event feel so meaningful for her um, was was really powerful and obviously set us up to be um, friends in the future, too. But it was a really fun event and this Tickled Pink event um, has, I, I went from volunteering in it to participating in it, bringing my mom to it every year, um, bringing my sister-in-law. We always brought new friends and faces um, really for them to experience um, you know a good cause that is also fun and really, you know... a. Outside of the Vera Bradley Classic, which is a golf and pickleball tournament, it is um, their, their second fundraiser. So it was an, a fun experience that really helped us to celebrate October together. Number five is the Avon 39 Mile Walk in New York City with my dear friend Alana and special guest Tiffany. So Tiffany didn't walk in the event, but she did drive from uh, D.C. to be there at the event. And I think the powerful part is that Alana and Tiffany were a huge part of my support group. Um, I, I didn't really start Instagram so much during my treatment, a little bit after my tr- active treatment, but really in that space of like, who the heck am I right now and what are all these side effects and how do I, how do I deal with all of this? Um, they, they were there for all of that journey and beyond And since then, we've done a girls trip uh, where we went to D.C., um, had a fun time um, just being ourselves, you know, not really talking about cancer too much, but just being ourselves and enjoying ourselves in a city and exploring. Uh, Number six was launching my podcast, DJ Breast Cancer. Um, so it was just really amazing. I had a lot of support from my work family and from my husband um, to to try this crazy thing. Um, you know it, it's been years now and it was a little bit you know revolutionary at the time. There were ob- obviously podcasts that existed um, you know and they were more like serial and you know fun f- fun crime things and you know different things but you know when I searched for cancer podcasts like, not much came up. It was more doctors talking. And I really wanted the voice of, of a survivor to, to be sharing that. So I started my podcast and then it was probably a a few months later, I received an email, um, who is now my friend, Jen Rosa. Um, and in this email, she explained how, you know, she listened to my podcast and she really related to me and it's hard to explain, but I, I know where I was at work when I opened up this email the feeling that I had that this was like meant to be was so powerful. And I I just really want to share like words have so much, you know, meaning and to, to tell people, especially after a cancer diagnosis, how you feel is, is really impactful. And I encourage people, if someone moves you, if someone, you know, really, um, if you're, if you're a cheerleader for someone, it is, it is so important, um, to share that love and to share, um, your feedback with others. And then, uh, obviously I've gone on to become really good friends with Jen Rosa and it, it really started this amazing, um, you know, survivor relationship, uh, where we bounce a lot of things off on each other. And, um, I'm just happy to call her my friend. Number seven, um, was my five-year Cancerversary. Um, So I traveled to Traverse City, Michigan, one of my favorite places, uh, with my husband and my parents. Uh, We did five breweries to celebrate five years. Um, So from the filling station to the Rare Bird to North Peak, a few more on top of that. It was just a fun and carefree day. And I really um, appreciated having this, you know, support. System who was so impactful to me throughout my time um, to be there to celebrate. Um, and I got an amazing t-shirt with Michigan on it, uh, my home state. And I still look at that t-shirt with love and affection at such a fun and amazing event. Uh number eight is um the golf events I've done with my mom and sister-in-law um Jenna. And then now we've included my cousin Tracy and my mom's uh golf course. Um, so they are in support of the Vera Bradley Foundation. We've had the event, um, I think this was the fourth year this year, but uh, this year, because it's been three years that we did not have it due to COVID, it w- it really felt sweeter. It was really um, very an emotion-filled um, event to have all of us all gathered again together. Um, So it's we we never win. Uh, In fact, we are horrible. We came second to last, but we were very proud that we were not last. Um, But we had a lot of fun and having, um, you know, my my sister-in-law and my mom there. It it was just so sweet. And then this year, to include my cousin, Tracy, who is uh, such a riot. um, We had such a good time. And then number nine was renewing my vows with my husband in Las Vegas for our five year anniversary. Um, if you've, again, listened to me for a while, you know that my um, anniversary um, really coincides um, with the number of my cancerversary. So we were married in April of 2013, and then I was diagnosed in August of 2000, 2013. And again, um, you know, had that, had some mammograms, had, had you know, all that leading up to that point in time too. So really our first year was just inundated with cancer stuff Um, and my husband is really he's my rock he's my everything Um, so we made an appointment at a chapel on the strip we wrote our renewal vows to each other I only have two pictures from this ceremony but it's forever ingrained in my heart and in my soul Uh, We carried along a backpack of casual clothes, we changed at a lunch spot afterwards, and then we headed to the Mom Museum, um, which had a fun speakeasy, and they handed us some drinks and some carved out books. Um, And that's just kind of who we are, Um, you know, obviously have um, sentiments we have such love um, for each other but then we have the sense of adventure and fun of making the most of each and every experience and that's truly how i think we tackled cancer together Um, i like to call them my cancer-free weekends where we would um, head out to dinner or do something um, usually early to avoid the crowds Uh, but we would do something to try to celebrate you know being in that moment in time um, So next year, it's a big one for me. It's my 10th Cancerversary. Um, and, you know, I, I often think about this. I know I've talked with Jen Rosa about this very topic, but I never let myself get too far ahead. Um, you know, I I know it's a big deal um, and I'll definitely honor it and um, do something for that moment. It's also my 10th wedding anniversary. Um, So we are um, actually planning a trip to the Keys for our 10th wedding anniversary. So we do have sort of the the idea of that one locked in and then I want to do something special for uh, my 10th cancerversary and you know I I will make it special believe me I will make it special but for now I'm just savoring this moment I'm on cloud nine and then uh speaking of special I just want to thank each and every one of you for your love and support you are all so special to me if you ever need anything, uh feel free to reach out. Um I just want to say that this podcast has given me so much joy over the years and um you know, I With this new job, I'm not sure the frequency of um, my recordings going forward. Um, I'm kind of, you know, retooling and rethinking what that means for me in the future. But I just wanted to check in and let you know that I love you all and um, wishing you all the best in this moment that you're in. Thank you.